you know, on Wednesday we had a wonderful time here. And uh, we started by asking a question that should guide every uh, uh, man of wisdom. Should I say man of wisdom? Every reasonable person, every serious person this year. Um, we talked about how people view the seasons, how people view the times. And, um, Today is day what? How many days? Nine days. Okay. Okay, yeah. That with us. Oh yeah. So yeah. So okay, we said you know there are two approaches. And I want you to say you know, some people would say twenty twenty two in describing can someone describe twenty twenty two? With the nine days, how would you make a, a sentence with twenty twenty two and the nine days? Magaji, twenty twenty two nine days. What would you say? I want someone that wasn't in church on twenty twenty two nine days. How would you just describe twenty twenty two? Make a sentence twenty twenty two and the nine days. Okay, while you are thinking, I'll do it for you. Nine days what? Nine days what? Nine days gone. If we are nine days gone, how many days left? 300 and... 300 and what? 56 days left. 356 days left, you know. So, there are, we said there are two types of people. That's not what I'm preaching to you. I just wanted to uh, make you know it's important to come from uh, studies Wednesday. We said there are two kind of people. There are people that in 2022 right now they will say nine days gone. While others will tell you there are 356 days left. Now that statement defines two sets of people. If I take a glass of water and I put, uh, I take a, gla- a glass cup and I put water into it, two different kind of people would describe that glass differently. Some would tell you it is half full. Some would tell you it is half empty. And that pretty much defines two kind of people and the kind of results they will get in the year. I'll link that up with what we're going to be talking today. While some people right now believe or they feel they live their lives thinking we still have 356 days left, a different set are living their lives Thinking that we have nine days gone already. Do you understand what I'm saying? Does it, does it make sense to you? Now the people that are saying we have nine days gone, they are living with a consciousness of urgency. 
they have done nine days. So in their hearts, they believe there is no more time. Why certain set of people believe that we have 356 days left? After all, we have a lot of time. And you see, like we said on Wednesday, those set of people will not know when they have all the, yes, all, all the days of the year. Praise God. So you need to live with a sense of urgency. Those set of people that are doing nine days, God, they are already taking count. They are taking what I call on Wednesday stock already. They are taking stock. They are taking stock. Why some will say, oh, you know we have nine days gone, but praise God, we still have 356 days left. So, what will be? Alright, that was Wednesday and we said a whole lot. Can we go to today's message? Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Are you there? And Bible said in verse 1, he said, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord in one place, verse 2, and suddenly, 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 there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house. Let's look at the things that happened. Number one, he said the entire house got filled. The house they were sitting in, the house they were in, the house they occupied, God filled. Glory to God. Next verse. And there appeared unto who? Unto who? Unto them. Cloven tongues, like as of fire. And he sat upon each of them. Where were they? They were in the room. A room is an enclosure. A room is not it's not a public place. There's an enclosure. So in that room, some things started to happen. Number one that happened was that go back to verse two. He said it there was a rushing mighty wind that filled the house where they were. The next verse. Tongues appeared and sat upon each of them. Next verse. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to stop there for now. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. Rushing mighty wind. Tongues. Uh, sorry. Uh, 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 fire. Then they got filled with the Holy Ghost. Inside the room, rushing mighty wind. Inside the room, cloven tongues as of fire. Inside the room, the scripture said they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Nothing external. There was nothing external yet. Alright, let's go ahead. He said, no, back, 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 back. Verse 4. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak. With other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. They began to speak. I'll tell you the importance of that uh, sometime because this is where we want to be talking about today. 
they began to speak. Alright, verse 5. And, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. The next verse. Now, this was noise abroad. The multitude came together and were confounded because, look at this, because, read that together, because that every man heard them speaking in their own language. Now, did they see the rushing mighty wind? Did they see the cloven tongues of fire? What's the next one? Did they see them filled with the Holy Ghost? But what did they see? What did the people see? They heard them speaking in tongues. They heard them speaking in tongues. Go, continue. And they were all amazed and marveled. Saying one to another, Behold, are not these that speak Galileans? Eight. And how we hear, how we hear, we, every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born. This was the miracle. Go ahead. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and the dwellers of Mesopotamia, and in Judea, and in Cappadocia, in Pontus, and in Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, in Egypt, and in other parts of Libya. You know, this is Africa. Glory to God. Egypt and Libya is represented. So they must have been speaking in um, what language now? They must have been speaking in. You left your calabar to say it. Who said it? Okay. I'm sure they were speaking in Ukwani language. Clearly. Very clear. Okay. About Syria. You know, the thing is that if an Ukwani man was there that day, you know, they would just. Have you ever been. Have you ever. Magajikom. Let me demonstrate. Where is he from? Huh? Who he be? Nausaman. Are you Ausaman? Are you really Ausaman? That is it. Are you Hausa? It's not Hausa, but all of them are Hausa. Evangelist, stand up. This man, what is he? Calabar. But they will tell you that they are not Calabar people. Are you Calabar man? He said no. But they are, you see, so I'm sure see that. I'm sure an Ukwani man was standing there that day. But when they saw that Ukwani man, they categorized him as what? So they are wrong. It's not Egypt and Libya. Can we read it properly? And Phrygia and Pamphylia and where Ukwani? Are you getting it? This Libya and Egypt you are seeing. Is what the people said because they called all of them outside people. So please read it properly. Everybody go Phrygia and Pamphylia and Ukwani and okay, go ahead. About Syrian and strangers of Rome, Jews and the proselytes. Go ahead. Cretis 
and Arabians, we do hear them speak. Get the word, oh. Please, get it. This is the miracle. He said we heard them speak. We are hearing them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. Go ahead. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Verse 13. Others smoking said, These men are full of new wine. Verse 14. And Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and ye, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken unto my words. For these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. Everybody go. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Now, when he said this is that, what he was referring to was not the infilling, it was the speaking. Because what they were marveled at was the speaking. Do you hear that? It was the speaking that marveled the people. It was the speaking that the people that, that the people interacted with. It was the speaking that touched the people. Now, having that understanding, can we go back? Go back to verse 2. And suddenly, okay, go to verse 4. Look at verse 4. Can we see verse 4? He said, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Who filled them with the Holy Ghost? And what? And began to speak. Who spoke? Who spoke? Please get me so that we can run fast. Who spoke? Now, if they had been filled with the Holy Ghost and refused to speak, if they did not speak, would there have been this, is that? Now, if you get this, we can now begin to run. They were filled with the Holy Ghost, done by God. The room was filled. Cloven tongues of fire. All of this done by God. But the actual miracle, the actual miracle that touched the people was the speaking. What got people marveled was the speaking. What brought people down to their knees was the speaking. And that speaking was not done by God. It was done by man. Man did the speaking. God initiates a move. God brings about a move. But it is man that works it out. On Sunday, I started telling you about salvation. And the word of God said, Work out your salvation. There was an aspect of man. There was something that man did that actually brought about the miracle being touched. This did not happen. That did not become this until man did something. Listen. The this is that is not a move of God alone. It's a move of God and it's a move of man. If man had not spoken, if man had kept quiet, if man had been sedentary, man had sat down, 
Would there have been this? Is that? No. That would not have become this if man had not spoken. Salvation can be innate. But for us to experience salvation, you must work it out. There must be a working. When God declares a move, it is like an architectural master, uh, uh, an architectural work. You draw a plan. You have drawn it. But you can never live in a house that is drawn. Am I talking to someone? House. That house that is drawn. You draw fine plan. 3D house. You draw it. After drawing, you live inside. When God gives you a vision, it is useless until man brings it to actualization. Can I talk to people in this house? Nothing happens. Man cannot touch it. Man cannot benefit from it. Man cannot handle it. It is useless to man. Until man does something. It is man that will work it out. It is man that will mold the block. And build the house. For man to inhabit in it. For it to become useful to man. So this morning. When we talk about this is that. I want to make you know that. that part, your own part in it. After God has declared the seasons. It is you that will work it out. It is you that will bring it out. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. And what happened? They spoke. It was when they cooperated with God to speak that the creations, Frigia, Urobo, Ika, now marveled. If they had not spoken, nothing would have happened. Nothing. Nothing. It would have ended as a move that never was materialized. Nothing would have happened. It cannot benefit man until you do something. Can't. It can't. So there is a working, there is a participation, there is something that you need to do. There is something. Listen, there is something beyond prayers that you need to do. Bible said watch. Talk to me, he said watch and pray. Watching is a physical one. You, you, there's something that man needs to do. You know, Apostle Paul said something. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I mean, that's a robust statement. And any man that cannot come to a point of knowing that he is who he is by the grace of God, he, he, he cannot, in fact, you, you, you don't even know what you're doing. So he declared it. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Nothing else, by the grace of God. Now, as if we should end the scripture there, because some people end it there and go to sleep. But Paul continued that scripture. He said, but the grace of God that was upon me is not without effect. Are you there? Okay. Okay. First Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10. He said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And this grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. He said, but I did what? I labor. Are you hearing me? He said, I labor more abundantly than they all. 
I, but the grace of God, which is. He said, I labor. I labor. I call it to action this morning. Let us start working. Let's work out this salvation. Everybody in this house, everybody arise and walk. Listen, I'm going to say something now that, you know, I said it on Wednesday. I said it because I had a more, you know, limited congregation as in not so much. And I believe that they understood what I said. But I'll still say it. You can misunderstand me for all you can. But those that would understand will understand. You see, what is the trend now? Everybody is fasting and Maybe I should stop there. Everybody, everybody, 2022. Well, I hope that after they finish fasting and praying, they start working. But it doesn't seem to me because I hear all this prayer upon. Yes, I was privileged to hear two serious prayer points. They are serious prayers. One was talking about, he said everybody stand up and they stood up. In their church. I parked by the church and you know, I like tongues. So when I hear tongues, something in me moves. But like, let me, and they now went into their understanding. That's the one I hear. I understand. So he said, every, he said, rise up. He said, begin to speak. He said, he said, say my father, my father, my father, my father. He said, he said, let spiritual electrician arise and begin to walk in my life. At that point, I kicked the car and said, let me leave. If you still think your problem is spiritual electrician, you think you are this way because favor. Your problem is not spiritual. There's no, there is nothing, there is no, you see, let me tell you something. God has declared his move. God has said this season eh, is a season of this. Is that. What is left for you is to work it out. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Tell your neighbor, work it out. This is a time for you to walk. It's a time for you to walk. He said, let's go, let's begin to pray. Father, this is that, it's not a prayer point. No. You know why I say it's not a prayer? Tell me which one you want to pray for. Are you, are you want, do you want to pray so that God will now? We, I have told you, we have told you, we have released the sound of the heavens to you, that this season, we have declared that this season is a season of this is that. That one is a conclusion. So you are not going to pray for God to declare another season. This is this season. So, tell me where the prayer point is. This is that. It's not a prayer point. It is a working point. Do you understand that? And they spoke. And they spoke. Tell your neighbor, and they spoke. I can't hear it. They spoke. They spoke. They spoke. Activity. They did something. 
your spiritual electrician. Stop praying prayers of God enlarge my coast. Which coast? Are you Jabez? Man of God. You see, you see, there are times I just look back. Where did we get all this prayer point from? Enlarge my coast. In the name of Jesus. Enlarge my coast. Shakatala paratataya. Enlarge my coast. Enlarge. 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 Then you now leave that and say my coast has enlarged. Your coast has become sweet and strong. You see, because before you pray that prayer, your coast is already enlarged. Bible said, thanks be unto God who has blessed us with all all spiritual blessings in the heavens. All. All. Did I hear you? All. All spiritual blessings. I am blessed with all blessings. My coast has been enlarged. Are you hearing what I'm saying? My coast has been enlarged. I, I don't Listen, listen. Do I need to pray for sin? No. Because I'm blessed. He said, who has blessed us? Now, the problem is that people, I don't think people understand English language. It's grammar. The problem people have is not spiritual. It is a grammar problem. When God says, who has blessed? And you now go back, you say, God bless me. Is it God you want to confuse on yourself? He said, who has, it is hard. You have been blessed. Your problem is not to be blessed. Your problem is to work it out. He said, work out your salvation. Your problem is that by 10 a.m. you are still sleeping. That's your problem. No, you are not still sleeping. Your problem is that by 10 a.m. you are still praying in tongues. Father, bless me. Father, bless me. You have been praying like that for five hours. That's your problem. That's your problem. Very early this morning. Let me give you an example. Very early this morning. At about 4.30, I woke up and I traveled out of the States. I drove, I drove out of the States at about 4.30 in the morning. And something, I saw something that struck me on the road. As I was driving by the express, quiet everywhere, just you just enjoy the atmosphere. As I was driving by that five at about that time, I saw cars in their hundreds. People were already awake. People were already doing business. Four thirty in the morning. 5 a.m. They were already transacted. I saw young boys. I saw women doing business. What were we doing at that time? Listen. I know a spiritual person at that time that, that by that 4.30 the person is praying Rakatai. Ilakatai. In the name of Jesus. Bless me with money. Father, bless me with finances. Bless me. 
bless me. And the person prays from that 4.30 to 7 a.m. But you know the unfortunate thing? By the time he wakes up, there is no money again because another person has collected the money. The money he's praying to get, the person that woke up and was working already collected it. So no money. The highest he can do when he wakes up is to locate the one that has made 100,000 naira before that 7 a.m. and bless his business. Then the person will not sow a seed on him. 500 naira. Prayer does not bring money. It is work that brings money. God said, I will bless the works of your hand. Now look at that. When he says, I will bless the works of your hand, it means that God is the one that blesses you. So he carries his blessing. And as he's walking around with his blessings, what is he looking for? What is he looking for? You are getting it. He's looking for works. So even if God does not want to bless you, because of work, work attracts blessing. Now listen. How about if an unbeliever is working? Two people. Two of you come. Two people. One is a prayer warrior. One works. He prays. He's is is praying. That one works. Now I am God that has blessings. This one is a prayer warrior. This one is not a prayer warrior. He doesn't even go to church. He said, I will do what? Bless what? Works. So which of them will attract this blessing? He said both of you. <laughs> works attract blessing. Go and sit down. Works attract blessing. It is what you do that attracts blessing. So as I was driving this morning, I said, wow. These people, some of them, I tell you, before that 7 a.m. that you are struggling to wake up, you say, ah, you know, I just came to church late today. Ah, I slept off. I slept off. I woke up very late. Why you are still struggling to wake up? Somebody's pocket is struggling to hold 100,000. Have you slept that kind of sleep? Has it happened to you? Where you are so tired? That thing happened to me two days back. Yeah. Two days, about three days, three days back. You are so tired. You just come. You are, you sleep. Inside the sleep, you know you need to go and do something. You get it? Then you just make up your mind and Kukuma do it inside the sleep. <laughs> That's what happened to you. That kind of sleep. You, early in the morning. That, early in the morning sleep. Just like, I'll wake up, I'll wake up, I'll wake up, I'll wake up, I'll wake up. When your alarm rings, you just put it off. I'll, I'll, I'll wake up, I'll wake up, I'll wake up. He blesses the works of your hand. He blesses the works of your hand. Work will not kill you. It is laziness that will kill you. The word of God says, yet a little sleep. Yet a little slumber. 
yet a little folding of the hands to come to rest. He said, and your poverty. Your, he didn't say poverty. He said your poverty. Your poverty. So it means that poverty is personalized. It is customized. Everybody, you all have your own. As I'm talking to you, I have my poverty. But I can decide never to experience my poverty. It's not as if it doesn't exist. I choke it by my activities. I refuse for it to find pressure by my activities. But there is my poverty. He says, so yet a little sleep, yet a little slumber, yet a little folding of the hands to rest. He said, and your poverty. Your poverty. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, arise. Walk out your salvation. Walk it out. Walk out your salvation. Don't take your, the plan of your house. You frame it, laminate it, and hang it. And you are saying, yes, yes, yes. Somebody needs to fight dirty. I, I, I like one particular young man, a government worker, local government worker. So they pay him salaries monthly. And that's one of the worst things to happen to you. When you are working in a place where you are sure that whether you do anything or not, by the end of the month you receive a lot. It's not a blessing. The cost. So you can wake up in the morning and be watching home video. You know that end of the month something will enter. Last, last. I come. They must give you a lot. It's not a blessing. Did you hear what I'm saying? I say it's not a blessing. And so they told the young man, go and sell cement. Get a shop. And he said something. Give it to me. They said, go and sell cement. Get a shop and sell cement. He said, that's wonderful. Selling of cement is good. He said, but it will stain him. Stain him. Stain him. So he said, it is better to wait end of the month. Collect your salary. You collect your salary. You pay your salary. I had a prayer point yesterday. And the man of God was convincing his congregation. I don't know how I drove past those two days yesterday. He was convincing them. He told them, he said, you might not understand these things. He said, but they are spiritual reality. You see, when somebody begins to tell you that it is spiritual reality. You know that he's, he wants to, <laughs> can you tell me spiritual? You're a child of God, I'm a child of God. Talk, I will understand. Don't tell me that this one is spiritual. Then I will, how come you are the only spiritual person? She said, my sheep hear my voice. So, before I drove past, I heard him say something. And some of you live in that reality. He said that, 
He said that some of you, your destinies have been put inside a calabash pot. He said it is only prayers that can break that calabash pot. Calabash pot. Calabash pot. And I said, why calabash pot? Why? Why? If you go to Germany, if you go to Germany, or you go to the United States of America, and you start telling their congregation there that their destinies have been put inside calabash pots, do they know what you are saying? They have never seen calabash pots in their They have never seen it. They have never seen it. You are talking from a position of poverty. You are talking from a position, a very, very outdated position. How can you say me? Do you hear what I'm saying? They will say that, you know, they have put some of your destinies inside bottle and locked it. God punish devil. I wish they can tell me that kind of thing. Why, yeah, do you know who, what you are talking about? How can you say me? They will say they put your picture inside bottle and threw it into river. Ah! Can I print pictures for all of you, my picture? Give it to all native dozens. Let them put it in bottle and throw it away. Throw it inside where? River. Your problem is laziness. It's not that your, your name has been put inside bottle. You see, okay, let's not take me. Take Dangote. Put Dangote's name inside bottle. Lock it and throw it into the river. Do you hear what I'm talking about? By the works of his hands. By the works of his hand, he will swallow that bottle. What is bottle? Do you hear what I'm saying? How can you say a child of God, his destiny is inside too. You are a lazy man. That's a lazy preaching from a lazy pastor to a lazy congregation. What are you talking about? What are you saying? You are afraid of everything. I said you are a lazy person. The reason I'm not prospering is because they have locked up my destiny inside, inside whatever. I said you are a lazy person. You can hit your hand on your head and say, I am lazy. Oh, you are not saying it. It's not insult. I am telling you, you are lazy. That's your problem. It's not a spiritual problem. How can you say, they locked your destiny? It's, it's a weird. Bible said we are complete in Christ. There are prayer points I will never pray again all my life. Never. Never. Are you hearing me? Never. Bible said in Christ is the fullness of the Godhead. He said, he said, in Christ is the fullness of God dwelling in bodily. He said, and we are complete in Christ. From that scripture, there are certain prayers I can never pray again. Never. There are certain deliverances I can never do again. Never. Never. The one that Christ has not delivered me, no man can deliver me from. God says, I am complete in Christ. Complete in Him. That becomes my meditation day and night. Other than that, I step out and I walk. And God blesses the work of my hands. Do you hear what I'm saying? Your problem is not that somebody is after you. You are after yourself. You are lazy. In 2022, that will not become this until somebody begins to walk. Okay, I'll round off now. Praying for money. Have I said that before? 
Money is not a prayer point. Money is made. You make money. Oh. Did somebody hear that there? Money is, you make money. Make money. You make money. The poor man in Onicha, he makes money. <laughs> Do you understand? You're making money. <laughs> you understand? You make it. You don't pray it. You make it. Prayer is fellowship with God. <laughs> Let's not place prayer. Prayer is fellowship. <laughs> Moses was having fellowship with God for 40 days. He was flowing with God. He was not praying for money. Aye! How can you reduce? <laughs> Do you understand? Do you know how, how useless money is? Money. God wanted to show how useless money is. And he brought his, he brought his boat to a point where they did not need money. They did not buy clothes. They did not buy food. Nothing. He made money useless. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He made money useless. He fed them in the morning, afternoon, evening. The clothes that they put on did not, did not, did not uh, uh, get worn out. Their shoes grew. Became new every morning. No money. They now turn, we now gather in church and we are praying for money. From now, we don't pray for money. We do what? We make money. Money is made. Tell you are finished fellowshipping with God. You know what he will do? He will drop an idea in your heart. That idea. By the time you step out, what is the idea? He said he filled them with the Holy Ghost. That's the idea he drops. You understand? At that point, God is through with his own. What do you do next? You speak. It is the speaking. You do it. And they spoke in tongues. Money is made. Money is made. Man of God. Wife. You don't pray for wife. No, they're not a pray for wife. You don't pray for wife. Bible says, he that what? Wife is found. It is not prayed. They are already saying I should stop. Let me stop. I said wife is found. I taught you a long time in this church. I told you, I said, God did not give Eve to Adam as wife. It's not God. God brought woman as a help me for him. He found her as a wife. He married her. Wife is found. Money is found. You see all these things? They find them. How do you find them? It is in the place of search that you find. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So if you are not married in this church, begin to search. You know, I can be looking at Pastor Jude and not find him because I'm not searching. Do you understand that? It is when I begin to search, I'm like, ah, he has been with me all this while. This is the person that, do you understand? Because you are not searching. When you search, you find. Money is, you search for money. You, you, you search for wife. He said, he that finds a wife this morning, begin to speak. Begin to do it. Search and find. In 2022, before we come back next Sunday, search for money, you'll find it. There's money everywhere in it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Find it. Some of you, your money is, like I said this morning, between 4.30 in the morning and 7 o'clock, 
your own money has expired. No, you didn't hear that. But at that time, some of you, your money is between 10. Okay, let me round up. I opened a business center for a young man in Kaduna. Where they were making calls and selling recharge card. He, he came from Italy. Got stranded. So, I had a two-bedroom flat. I was using one room. So, I said, okay, you can stay in this place. And all that. And I opened a business center for him. And after like three months, he started complaining. He said, no business, no business, no business. That the place is always dry. And I said, how? And I discovered that he, you know the person I'm talking about. He resumes work at 11 a.m. And closes at 3.30. If you have ever done business center, making of course, you know that that morning rush, people come in the morning before they go to work and all that. By 9.10, business has closed. You won't see anybody. Then by 4 p.m., as they begin to come back from work, there will be rush hour again till 10 p.m. That is the period where this young man will now go back and sleep in the house and come and complain to you sincerely that there's no money, that no business. Rise up. I don't want to hear irrelevant prayer points in this church again. The word of God says, it says, strengthen my hands for war. Do you get it? It says, strengthen my hand for war. you should be praying for is for energy for work. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? Energy for work. Maybe I'll tell the workers, workers meeting, I'll tell you this. Let me not say it in the entire congregation because some of you will not understand. Remind me, I'll, I'll share this to you in workers meeting. I won't say that. Let, let me go ahead. What you should be praying for is for God to strengthen you for this. Do you get it? Strength for work. That's your prayer point. If you want to make money, God strengthen you. Because some of you might need to wake up at odd hours. Some of you might not need to, uh, to stay late into the night. By 12 midnight, 2 a.m., you are still making business contacts. Do you hear what I'm saying? Somebody abroad, you know, told me, let us see how we can help a young man in Nigeria. I said, let's see how we can help him. And I contacted him. I called the young man. I said, I need to talk to you. He said, okay, 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 okay. I stayed one month, I couldn't reach him. I stayed a month and a half, I couldn't reach him. Because we wanted to tell him that, look, this beggy beggy lifestyle, we don't like it. Tell us what you want to do so that we can give you money. You get it. I'm not, I wasn't to fund it. My friend abroad was to fund it. He said, let him tell us. He said, he's, he always call him as, you know, rag me. Give me this, give me this. He's always ragging him. So he said, he's tired of that. He said, discuss with him. Let him give us his budget so that we can, I can give him money. He wanted to give him money to do anything he wants to do. Himself and his wife. A month, I couldn't hear from him. A month and a half, I couldn't hear from him. So, I was getting really discouraged. One day I called him. 
I said, what is the problem? He said, he's busy. said, you are busy. I said, you are busy. I said, no problem. I said, tell me. You know, because if he's busy, he's busy. I don't describe him as being busy. I said, tell me the time that is convenient for you. I said, Let me, since you are busy during the day. I said, call me at about 10 p.m. in the night or 12 in the night. I said, flash me, I'll call you, we can talk. And he said, ah. He said he's already asleep at that time. By 8 o'clock he has slept. I told him, I said, age-wise, I'm more than 20 years older than you. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm more than, I'm telling you that I'm asleep by 12. I'll be awake to, to talk to you by 12. One, two. He said, ah. He said I should come to his office that used to be very busy. Do what? Do what in the office? I, I, in my mind, I said, you, you get office. Come on, shut up. You are talking about office. Do you know what office is? Okay, they are saying that his destiny is inside Calabar. That one, his destiny is inside bottle. They should break the bottle. <laughs> okay, they are saying that they put his destiny inside bottle, now put it inside Calabash and threw it into him. You say that by 12, I cannot talk to you. By 12, I cannot talk to you. No, yes, he needs slap, Tori. You don't need that one, it's not a prayer point. Give him the 30 so that he will reset. He resets. What is wrong with you? You are sleeping by 8 o'clock. Shame on you. 8, you are sleeping. For what? For what? And you are saying, This is that. This is that. Father, enlarge my coast. There is no cost to be enlarged. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Your prayer point, your prayer point, like for that man, is Father, every spirit of sleep, go in Jesus' name. Because he says, Straight my hands for this work. Do you hear? So it is strength you need. Don't tell God to give you money. Money. Are you possible money there? Money is everywhere. See money. Money is everywhere. The problem is that we are not doing something. And so God tells you this ninth day of January. If we start the month, if we start the year, step out. Begin to speak. Do something. For prophecy to be manifested, man needs to do something. It is one man does something that we see it. Lift up your hands and bless. Let every man in this congregation rise up to walk. Every spirit of laziness, every spirit of tiredness is gone from this house. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for strength. Thank you, God. It's not about the idea. God can bless any idea. Anything God has dropped in your heart. Is, is a million dollar idea. Anything, anything, anything. Let's try to come upon you to walk the walk in the name of Jesus.